0: Earth Day is April 22nd, and it's the perfect day to highlight some of the work Johnson County government is doing to help protect our environment. Learn about how we design and construct buildings, manage our vehicle fleets, and find innovative solutions to challenges, all with a focus on sustainability.
1: Whether you live in or just love Johnson County, Kansas, JOCO On The Go has everything Johnson County. Here's what's happening and what's coming up in the community you call home.
0: Thanks for joining us for Joko on the Go. I'm Jody Hansen, your host, and also a Johnson County resident and employee of Johnson County Government. One of Johnson County Government's core values is stewardship the idea that individually and collectively, we're building a better community today and for future generations. We take seriously our responsibility to protect the economic, environmental, and human resources we have available to us. Across county government, every day, employees are focusing on the sustainability of our own business practices, as well as the buildings we operate and build and the communities we serve. Joining us today are some of those employees. Brian Alferman is Johnson County Government Sustainability Program Manager. Kyle Heltney is an Assistant Division Director of Planning, Design, and Construction. And we also have Chris Butler, who manages our fleet vehicles. Thanks to all of you for being here today.
1: Thanks, Jody. Thank Thank you for having us.
0: So, Brian, let's start with you. People might not be aware that Johnson County Government even has a staff position of Sustainability Program Manager. So let's start by hearing about your position and some of your responsibilities.
2: Sure. Well, I I might be a little bit biased, but in my opinion, I have honestly, one of the best jobs in all of Johnson County government. As, as sustainability manager, my role is to lead the state, the sustainability efforts of the county, act as an internal consultant to all county departments. And, and part of that responsibility is to convene our sustainability committee, which is comprised of leaders of the county's largest departments. And, and that's where we set priorities. That's where we identify collaboration opportunities where we share resources to make how we do what we do more sustainable. And, and that's not just from an environmental sustainability perspective, which is where most people's minds instinctively go, but we also aim to be more economically and, and socially sustainable as well. Um, but I think the best part of my job is and, and maybe arguably, arguably the most important is working with other staff at, at the county and their areas of expertise. And, and you'll hear from, from others here in a few minutes, but um, they are really, really good at what they do. And, and I get to bring a sustainability angle to their work to say, reduce waste or energy consumption or save money by finding efficiencies with other departments. Um, but just simply being a resource for the important work that, that goes on every day in Johnson County is a great use of my, my time and energy.
0: And I think there you just kind of spoke of some of the focus areas that the sustainability committee is currently working on reducing waste or saving energy. Do you have any specific examples of some efforts uh, where the county has focused on?
2: Sure. Well, over the last couple of years, really, we've been focused on leading by example and and by getting our own house in order. And it helps, we we always talk about it, it, helps to think about who we are as an organization. And within, within Johnson County, County uh, Johnson County government is a top five major employer. We are a major landowner, we are a major energy user, uh, mostly because we operate a, a major utility in Johnson County wastewater. And, and that leaves a lot of responsibility, but it also allows for a lot of opportunity to impact the use of our resources, whether those are land resources, water resources, human resources and and so on, but just a couple of ways we gauge how we fit into the larger Johnson County community. We, uh, the the Lead for City Certification Program, which we are proud to have just achieved gold level in, only the the 25th local government in the world to achieve the certification. This, it, it benchmarks our community in areas like natural systems and transportation and quality of life. And then we're also completing the first community and operations greenhouse gas emissions inventory in nearly eight years, which will help guide our efforts in, in targeting emissions reduction specifically. And then the Board of County Commissioners just last summer, uh, late summer, endorsed the Kansas City Regional Climate Action Plan, which puts our work, our current and future work, in uh, a climate protection context and also, uh, maybe more importantly, aligns our work with what others are doing in the Kansas City region.
0: It's nice to know that we're part of that, that larger effort in our metro area uh, with this focus on sustainability. Um, Kyle, I know that uh, you're, you're a part of some of the major multi million capital projects that the county has built in recent years, um, things like the new courthouse and before that the medical examiner's facility. So when it comes to construction of, of county buildings, where, how do we focus on sustainability? How do our efforts, what do they, what do they look like uh, with with capital projects?
3: Yeah, great great question, Jody. Um, in facilities, sustainability is always at the forefront of how we design, construct, and even looking past those two phases, operate our building. So, kind of that whole lifespan of a building um, that we see in front of us. So. There are industry standards out there that are recognized worldwide, like leadership in energy and environmental design, also known as LEED, which Brian just spoke to there a little bit ago from the community aspect. There's also the International Well-Building Institute. And both of these um, worldwide standardization provide us frameworks and ranking systems that facility uses as we start the very beginning of design of our buildings, and as I already mentioned, construction of our buildings, and then leading into the operation of our buildings. So some of the main elements that we facilities look at when we're um, working on these projects are energy efficiency, water usage, air quality, and choice of building material. Those are kind of some of the, the bigger ones that encompass this effort. There's, there's many more to it than that, but those are some of the larger ones. So that, that's that's kind of how we focus our efforts when we look at these uh, um, larger capital projects or, or any capital project or any project for that matter, Jody.
0: And so I would think that you know there's a lot of benefits to that, you know, not only saving energy, which saves money, but also um, just benefits to the community at large. I guess could you talk a little bit about the why? Why are we focused on, on sustainability measures with our buildings?
3: Yeah, so I would say there's also the social aspect um, of it. There's the, uh, you know, healthy mind, healthy person um, aspect of um, um, designing and building structures around this thought process. Um, I would also, you know, just like to, you know, you you touched on the energy component of it. I touched on the mind component of it. Um, So those are two of some of the main ones that come to my mind right now.
0: And then I know it's not only building buildings, but in some cases we need to take down buildings. And so we did that pretty recently Uh, after we opened the new courthouse, it was time to take the old courthouse down. And I know that sustainability was on your mind uh, with that project. So tell us about the results there.
3: Yeah, um, so to tell you the truth on that one, it was a little surprising for me. It was the demolition of the building was more involved than I imagined. Um, I thought once the new courthouse went up, the old courthouse will come down. But but it was a lot more involved in that, and especially from a sustainability standpoint. Um, so some of the items that we looked at before demolishing the building is we went through an extensive inventory process um, looking at um, articles or items within that building and then measured if they could be repurposed um, in another county facility um, or put in our warehouse for storage for future use or recycled. So there was that component um, of the items that were in the building. And then there was also the recycling component. And there was some large pieces of equipment, mechanical, electrical, plumbing equipment within the facility that we could recycle. Um, there was also some historical valuable items that we were able to pull out of the building, um, select pieces of marble, some um, original light fixtures, so, some items that had some really neat stories behind them that we partnered with Johnson County Museums on that effort as well. So some of the some of the big numbers, though, that are kind of eye-popping to me when we look back at the demolition of the courthouse, Is that we uh, there was approximately 11 million pounds of brick, concrete, and metal um, that were demolished um, through the demolition process, and of that 50 or 11 million, excuse me, approximately 75 percent of the materials were recycled in various ways or, or diverted from a landfill. Jody,
0: that is a that's a great result. That's a great number to hear. That such a small amount. Um, had to go in the landfill, and we were able to to repurpose or recycle all those other materials. That's great work. We should taxpayers in the county should feel good about that. I would say, um, yes. So, Chris, let's talk to you a little bit about vehicles. So, just in recent years, we've been hearing more about hybrid or electric vehicles. Um, whether it's you know car commercials or maybe we know people who have made that purchase, made that switch. So, when it comes to the county and our fleet of vehicles. Um, What is our thought on sustainability with with our fleet?
1: Sure. Well, thank you for having me. I really do appreciate this. Uh, This is something that I have a lot of passion behind. Um, Moy, you mentioned that, you know, recently there's been more discussion, especially with electric vehicles um, coming more to the forefront of the the automotive industry. Um, Sustainability in vehicles is something that the county has been focused on, or at least Um, acknowledging and trying to do our part with for many many years. Um, We currently have you know we we push somewhere between 450 and 500 um, on-road vehicles light medium and heavy duty vehicles um, at any given time right now in our fleet Um, and of those 109 of those vehicles fall under the Department of Energy's um, definition of alternative fuel vehicles. Um, and while electric is what's um, right now the, uh, at the forefront, um, our vehicles include flex fuel vehicles um, that can run off of E V85, other types of fuels, um, compressed natural gas vehicles, which we've made some significant uh, investment in infrastructure and in, in the past, uh, hybrid electric vehicles, which are gas and electric. And then now we are starting to um, move towards the EVs as um, a lot of the population in America is right now. Um, In terms of EVs, we currently have one fully electric um, vehicle that is in our fleet, but we have four others that are on order um, and we're following along with that. We're also working with our planning design group uh, within facilities to identify places that we can put in electric vehicle charging um, and try and have impact for um, kind of what we like to call behind the fence um, fleet vehicles. So not necessarily public charging the charging stations for our own fleet vehicles, so that we can actually put those vehicles out into um, into use and know that we can charge um, our own vehicles for our use um, behind the fence. So that is what we're doing. And in terms of what we have going on um, for a sustainability plan, we are continuing to develop that. And I'm working with uh, Brian Alferman, um, who spoke earlier, uh, with Department of Health and Environment, and we're trying to make sure that we do align with the regional climate action plan with best practices that are going on around the country um, and trying to make sure that we identify some measurable, um, define measurable um, benchmarks that we can see where we're at today, see where we're at tomorrow and where we wanna go in the future.
0: I was wondering about the county employees who drive those vehicles, who operate those vehicles. Is there any kind of a learning curve or do you get any kind of a reaction from them when they're switching to that kind of vehicle? Uh, Tell us a little bit about, about the reaction you get from staff.
1: Um, we really haven't had that much impact. Uh, when it is something like a compressed natural gas vehicle, where the fueling of that vehicle is a little bit different, we do try and make sure that we have well, we make sure that we have training for those individuals who are going to be operating those vehicles, so that they understand the dynamics of of what it takes to do that. Um, EVs, again, as we start to pull more um, fully electric vehicles in, um, we will do that same type of training and. Um, you know, our hope is to find places um, where we can uh, expose more people. You know, right now they're assigned, uh, the EV we have is assigned to an individual. What we want to do is we want to, to get them out more into our um, workforce so more people have exposure to them, normalize the EVs and the EV process and what it takes um, just to kind of educate and um, help kind of expand that knowledge base on on what it means to drive an EV or an alternative fuel vehicle.
0: And, and you mentioned compressed natural gas or CNG. And I can remember a few years ago being at a ribbon cutting for a, a CNG fueling station. I think it was a partnership between the county and the city of Olathe. And so I was just curious, what is the status of that facility and what is it used for?
1: You bet. We currently have three uh, CNG stations uh, within the county. The one that you were speaking of was a cooperative project between the city of Olathe um, and Johnson County. Uh, it is uh, a, it, the facility kind of straddles two property lines, one with the city of Olathe and one with our transit department. Um, that site is utilized primarily for fueling of uh, transit on the county side of transit vehicles and buses. And on the Olathe side, it is fueling their trash fleet um, and any other vehicles that they have. Um, It also serves as redundancy, which means we basically have another CNG station right across the street. If there were any um, operational issues with either one of those uh, facilities, we're able to back each other up. So we have a full time uh, facility operating on on both sides of the street. And we can always make sure that, you know, those critical services like transit and like trash um, can uh, can get fuel when we can feel comfortable with those vehicles using an alternative fuel like compressed natural gas. Um, One of the really exciting things that we started doing in 2021 is we actually partnered, but we found that we had an opportunity to utilize our infrastructure a little bit um, to expand the use. uh, We had capacity in in our ability to fuel vehicles. Um, We found a partner in the city of Olathe, in the Olathe School District, And they have converted 30 of their uh, buses for student buses to compress natural gas. And we are now utilizing our station to fuel those buses as well. So, not just our fleet, but also helping out within the community. Um, And we're really excited to be able to do that.
0: Yeah, it's always nice to hear about these partnerships where different organizations can share a resource. So, there's not that redundancy where every jurisdiction would need its own fueling station. I mean, it's nice that that's being shared. It seems like a um, a great example of collaboration.
1: Yeah, it really is. And it's been a great partnership and they, you know, I, I feel very good about it. Just like with our city of Olathe partnership, you know, we, we all work so well together and we appreciate each other and it's been a, uh, it's been very good so far.
0: Well, I guess my last question is really for all of you, if you each want to want to Answer this one: um, Why is it important that you work for an organization like Johnson County Government, who really emphasizes sustainability and stewardship and, and protecting of our resources? What does that mean to you as an employee?
2: Well, I'm happy to start with that one. As as somebody with sustainability program manager in their title, uh, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm very appreciative that uh, that the county takes this this very seriously, but. But honestly, uh, there is a, a tremendous amount of pride that uh, the, the local county government and the county that I live in has a sustainability program and a sustainability manager. Um, I, I've spent a whole career uh, in sustainability and I've, I've gone all over the, the country and all over the world doing projects in this arena. Um, I underappreciated the impact of working in my own backyard. Uh, and, and working on projects that were funded by my own taxes, uh, projects that I could drive my kids by and say I, I, I had an impact on, um, it, it is tremendously, uh, with, a, with a tremendous amount of pride that, uh, that, that I feel Johnson County takes this seriously enough to have this program. Um, and and that's, that's honestly just the way I, I feel about it. And it, it's part of our pillars of performance, it's part of our, our organization, uh, it's part of who we are. There are only three positions like mine in the whole Kansas City Kansas City region uh, as a sustainability manager, and Johnson County has one. Um, so, to give you a sense of, of the level of commitment that Johnson County has to it, um, it it's rare and and it's much appreciated.
3: Yeah, I, I can go. I can go next. There. Um, sorry about that. Sorry about that, Chris. Didn't mean to step on you there. No go um, for it. <laughs> So I kind of go back to a, a quote or a line that I heard a while back. And, and, I, and it, I heard it when I started with Johnson County and it's um, leave it better than the way we found it. And so this really resonated with me um, and my role here with Johnson County with um, the planning, design and construction division and um, taking the opportunity um, to really look to create buildings in a way That will not negatively impact the future, um, you know, the future moving forward. And it's really fun and interesting to um, work on those type of projects. Um, It brings a lot of pride. Um, I think, um, you know, as you guys drive around, you can see some of the buildings that we have created. There's a a, a long list of them out there um, that fall under this definition. So, um, yeah, that's that's where I find joy in this, Jody.
1: Yeah, and I'm gonna mirror some of what Brian said um, in terms of uh, being within an organization that cares about the community. Um, I think it's important that, um, that we're all you know, aware and knowledgeable and responsible with what we're taking care of today and what we're taking care of uh, for our community tomorrow. Um, you know, Brian talked about his position being one of three in the, the metropolitan area. Uh, I think it's also important that the county' seen the responsibility of investing in somebody who can take care of that, um, making sure that we're taking measurable approaches to the things that we're doing. and um, you know just just being responsible in the approach that we have towards sustainability, uh, both now and in the future. And uh, I'm very proud to be part of an organization that that values um, everything that we do.
0: Brian, Kyle and Chris, thanks so much for joining us today and talking about the work we're doing in the area of sustainability. It's a great way to honor Earth Day. And in addition to all of that and more that we're doing internally, there are many ways that we offer our public and our residents to be more sustainable. We've got several programs, things like recycling assistance, we've got a household hazardous waste facility, a green business program, and that is just to name a few. The best place to learn about these programs and services is on our, is on our website. You can go to jocogov.org sustainability and find out ways that you can maybe try something new in honor of Earth Day. Thank you so much for listening.
1: You just heard Joko on the go. Join us next time for more Everything Johnson County. Have a topic you want to discuss? We want to hear from you. Follow us on Facebook and Twitter at JocoGov. For more on this podcast, visit jocogov.org forward slash podcast. Thanks for listening.